to The Commercial Disco, the only show dedicated to exploring the great stories and people driving Australia's unique innovation and tech landscape. Now over to your host, James Riley. Welcome to The Commercial Disco. I'm James Riley, Editorial Director at InnovationOz.com. I'm here today with Andrew Charlton, Director of the Research Group Alpha Beta. Welcome, Andrew. Thanks, James. Nice to be with you. Look, we're going to talk today about building an Australian technology industry. And I guess some people might think we already have one, but where we do have success stories in tech, I suppose it's fair to say that they're often outliers or it's patchy or they're in areas that are unconnected across the economy. So to start, I wanted to ask you about a report that Alpha Beta published in April last year, staying ahead of the game, which was effectively looked at the mining equipment technology and services area and mining and resources sector and, and how automation technologies can be applied in that area. By automation technologies, I guess we're talking about everything from data analytics to 5G and sensors and robotics. I wanted to ask you, in those automation technologies, what kind of opportunity were we looking at in that sector and what are we looking at across the economy? Sure. Well, look, you know, th- these technologies are really transforming many of Australia's industries. They're sort of a first wave of industries that have already been transformed by these types of new technologies. Think the advertising market, think the taxi market and many other related markets. But these technologies are not stopping at those markets. They're not stopping at the so-called tech sector. These technologies are working their way right through the economy and will hit every industry over time including some of the industries that have traditionally not been seen as technology industries, including many of the industries that are areas of really strong Australian competitiveness. And you know, one of those industries is the mining sector. And there is no question that automation is already changing the way the mining sector operates. And Australia, because of our strength in resources, has actually been at the forefront of that. And many of those technologies are significantly improving productivity. They're significantly improving safety. And Australia needs those technologies to stay ahead of the curve and maintain one of the most competitive mining sectors in the world. But as those technologies change mining, it creates a real imperative for the Australian supply chain that supports mining to change as well. And if we don't change, then we will be losing out on a big opportunity. Okay, so let's have a look at that. And just not to spend the whole interview on the mining sector, but in that report, you're talking about a $74 billion opportunity if we're effective and efficient adopters of those kinds of automation technologies. But you also make the point that if we can create those kinds of technologies and build a competitive supply chain into those industries, we create massive export opportunities. So how do we do that? We have that competitive sector in resources. We have companies of scale that use this kind of equipment. So why isn't it a no-brainer that we're able to do this? Good question. Here's what we know. As you said, we know that we have a large and competitive mining sector. We know that we currently have a large domestic supply chain that supports an enormous number of jobs that delivers into that mining sector. But... We also know that the mine of the future will be very different to the mine of the past. The mine of the future, characterized by robotics, data analytics, 
digital technologies, automation will be a very different operation to the minds that we have today. And those minds of the future will require a very different supply chain to the current mining supply chain. And the challenge that Australia has, or the opportunity that Australia has, you can think about it in either way, is to shift our supply chain in the mining equipment and technologies and services sectors to support the mine of the future. And if we don't do that, we might wake up and find that we've lost an enormous number of jobs that were needed in the old supply chain serving the mine of the past but aren't needed in the mine of the future. We might wake up and find that lots of the services and supply chain supports into the mines of the past that were delivered by Australia are now imported by the mines of the future. Foreign technologies, foreign automation equipment, foreign software and other services. So the point is that if we don't move with these technologies, we really risk losing a large part of the value creation that Australia has always derived from the mining sector. But if we do move with these technologies, then we have the opportunity to again be at the forefront of technology in this sector, deliver not just into the Australian mining sector and giants, but also into export markets around the world. Okay, so you make a very good point there. To what extent is this a cultural issue? Like it seems from the outside looking in, a deeply ingrained Australian cultural issue about adoption over creation. I mean, we had the Prime Minister last week talking about, he was referring to small businesses, but saying we don't need to create technology, we just need to be great adopters of it. It seems to be quite a kind of cultural impediment to entrepreneurialism in this country. Is that too sweeping a statement? Well, you know, I think there's some truth in that, but I wouldn't want to make that as a blanket statement. You know, I think there are some sectors where Australia can create a lot of additional value by adopting foreign technology and applying it in our market. And there might be some sectors where Australia is is nowhere near the technology frontier and most of the gains that we have to make will be just in adopting. But here's the thing. Mining is not one of those sectors. Mining is a sector where Australia is and should be a superpower. Mining and the industries that support mining is a sector in which Australia should be not just adopting, but developing the technologies of the future. And we should be world leading and we should be exporting those technologies to the rest of the world. And my question would be, if not mining, then where for Australia? Okay. And that would be my next question. If you were trying to make this a horizontal play you know, of automation and robotics and that general automation that you're talking about, What about agriculture? What about maybe space and defence? Is that reasonable to say that we've got competitive advantages there? Well, look, I think it's reasonable to say that we should aspire to have competitive advantages there. But I think what you've put your finger on, James, is the really important second bounce of the ball here. We should be making sure that we have leading edge technologies in the sectors where we already have comparative advantage, sectors like mining. We should then be leveraging those technologies that we've developed in those sectors where we are already at the global frontier into related sectors like agriculture, like other parts of manufacturing, defence, space, etc. So by building and ensuring that we have a world-class technology creation in a sector of traditional Australian strength by mining, we create some of the key capabilities which we can then hope to import into other sectors. 
Well, I guess structurally, when you're trying to do that, do you focus your efforts around things like, and these were your recommendations or the Alphabeta recommendations in that report, you know, strengthening collaboration, creating and supporting national clusters, expanding entrepreneurial ecosystems and boosting skills in R&D. Do you do that focused on the specific mining sector and then hope it kind of trickles down elsewhere? Or do you make it a general play, horizontal thing across sectors? Because if all of those things easily said hard to do, I suppose. Yeah, look, I think you do both. I mean, to pick the phrase of the day, this is a Team Australia opportunity. And you know, to get practical about what that really means and to take the mining example, I think it does require different parts of the Australian economy to come together. I think it requires the mining majors to play a really leading role. Their role, if they're interested in supporting the Australian supply chain, their role is, in a way that doesn't give up all of their competitive secrets, is to share some information, to give some direction about where they're headed and what's going to be required to be the supply chain of the future that supports their aspirations for the future of their own operations. So I think leadership from industry, particularly the mining majors, is a really important ingredient in supporting the Australian supply chain to make the automation shift. The second thing we need, though, is support from research and educational institutions to provide the raw material that that supply chain will then rely on. Those skills in R&D, development, commercialisation, technology, education and research sectors in Australia will need to play into that. And then, of course, there's a role for government as well in supporting those sectors in playing the, the convening and funding role for some of the key elements of that ecosystem. So, you know, if all of those things come together, then I think we have a really good shot at successfully making the transition in the mining sector towards an automated future where Australia's miners and Australia's supply chain behind those miners remain globally competitive. And then something like that formula is probably also some of the raw ingredients that you need in other sectors as well. So can I ask, that report, Alphabeta published in April of last year, seems like a long time ago, has COVID slowed these things down or accelerated them? Like we know digital's kind of accelerated across lots of parts of the economy, but what about in areas like mining and resources? I think COVID has been an accelerant on many of the digital trends which pre-existed the pandemic, but it has sort of sped them up. It has created new impetus for companies to invest in lots of digital technologies, whether that be remote working, whether that be engaging with customers and suppliers digitally, taking many formerly paper-based processes and bringing them into the cloud online. COVID has provided that accelerant that is speeding up lots of these trends. So I guess the last big recession, the GFC, felt around the world kind of coincided with the iPhone and the proliferation of cloud. And we saw companies like Uber and Airbnb and a bunch of other things come out of that. So I suppose we'll see a similar level of innovation coming out of this one, given 5G is about to hit. And I guess some other, you know, fundamental techs. Yeah, well, I think we're still working out what to do with 5G, but I agree with you. I think we will get a big shift in innovation coming out of COVID. It might not be innovation of the same nature as it was going into COVID, but I think a lot of people are rethinking the way they operate their workforces. 
I think a lot of people are rethinking the way that they engineer their supply chains. A lot of people have had big experiments within their organizations around digitizing processes, automating processes, and that process innovation, I think, is will be one of the big things that comes out of COVID as well. So with your economist hat on, at the broadest level, how do you think Australia has responded to Australian business and the Australian government? How do you think the economy here is placed and how do you think businesses have responded to the challenges of this year? Well, COVID has been a global test for almost every nation on the planet. It's been a test of the strength of their governance. It's been a test of the resilience of their economy. And it's been a test of the cohesion of their communities. And I think on all three of those tests, Australia has performed pretty well. I don't think we've got everything right, but when you look around the world, I think government has performed competently. I think our businesses have shown to be resilient and Australians have come together as a community to show willingness for significant personal sacrifice in order to advance the common good. I think Australia should come out of this crisis feeling pretty positive about who we are as a nation and what we can achieve together. Well, I think on that positive note, Andrew Charlton, thank you very much for coming on. Thanks very much. Nice to be with you. We hope you enjoyed this episode of The Commercial Disco. Please like, subscribe and leave a five-star review wherever you heard us. And head on over to our website, innovationoz.com, to check out our latest news and reviews focused on tech, innovation and policy. And reach out on our social media to ask any questions or be a guest on the show. Until the next time, this is The Commercial Disco, wishing you a great week ahead.